Hey, what's up? My name is AK, and you are now tuned into the Turntables Podcast. You know, this is a hip-hop podcast uh, with, uh, with a little bit of a twist, you feel me? Um, I named this uh, this podcast Turntables, obviously, because of hip-hop, you know, DJs, turntables. And also because, you know, we're in a microwave era, you know. Um, we're processing information faster, you know. We're, we're getting information at a more rapid pace. And this is all thanks to uh, to technology. So because of that, it's also having an effect on music right now, you know. A lot of times now, it's uh, it's quantity over quality, you know. People are trying to get sales. People are trying to get the next viral hit, the next, you know, the next quick, uh, quick song. You know what I mean? So right now, like this podcast is gonna is gonna incorporate that, you know, because of like you know that uh, that quick, that quick information that, that that the way we're receiving it. A lot of times, people tend to review albums quicker and make form instant reactions. You know, a lot of times now when people critique albums, there isn't no uh solid critique of it instead it's just a simple oh nah the album is classic or or nah the album is cla- or is trash or if people isn't really you know mess with the album like that they just say you know what the album is mid you know there isn't a 10 scale anymore a five star scale right basically right now it just simply boils down to a two star three star scale you know so we're gonna incorporate that in, our, in this podcast this podcast is gonna deal with news in the hip hop world. Um, this podcast is gonna do album reviews, song reviews, and the twist here. When I said this twist is the podcast, the twist here is that when we review the albums and review the songs, it's just gonna be it's like a three star review. I'm either gonna call the album classic, the album mid, or the album trash. You know, simple as that. You know, I'm, I'm incorporating it now because right now we live in the age of extremes because it's a new information technology. And I just want to let that be, be known. So, you know, without further ado, I know I was chatting a lot, but I just wanted to let y'all know the information. And, we you know, we're just going to get right into it. So, first off, I want to start with uh, by saying rest in peace to those killed in the the Calabasas uh helicopter uh, crash um you know uh th- this this happened recently uh and in that crash we lost a uh, five-time NBA champion uh Oscar winner Emmy winner uh former Laker uh Kobe Bryant and his daughter uh 13 year old G uh Gianna Bryant he also lost their teammates uh the Autobellis um there was the the mother the father and the daughter um i think a few more people uh chester the pilot um and yeah we, I, I just want to say rest in peace to them um rest in peace to the family uh it, it was a huge loss in the world we lost kobe bryant it's a huge huge loss everybody's feeling it. his impact has been real known the world is feeling it right now and even just on a personal note for me I grew up a Laker fan because of Kobe Bryant. You know, Kobe Bryant was my favorite player of all time, and he still is and will forever be. You know, um, I grew up watching the Lakers. I became a family of them because of him. Uh, and everything he just used to preach about hard work, uh, uh, ethics, you know, for like following following your passion and, like, working harder and succeeding at it. You know, it's just, this has always stuck with me, you know, the mama mentality and stuff like that. But uh, I just want to say rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, rest in peace to Gianna Bryant, 
rest in peace to all those who lost their lives. Um, let's rest in peace to the. Um, I rest in peace. My bad. I apologize. Um, uh, we have a. We send our prayers to the families of uh, of, of of them. You know, and you know, just keep them in your prayers. There's, there's, you know, hold your family tight now. You know, at any moment, anything can happen. You know, it's just a, it's a huge tragedy, and I just want to say rest in peace. You know, we're heading on into uh, more hip hop news. Um, Fifty Cent recently received a uh, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. We just want to congratulate him. You know, um, if you know his background, you know where he come from. You know, you know Queens, New York, where he was, what he was doing, and that's how far he came, how far he succeeded. You know, getting shot nine times ain't no joke, and they went through that. He survived, and he he bossed up. You know, he 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 just achieved a higher calling, he achieved a higher purpose, and he did his things. You know, uh, solid individual went from wow, like how many albums number one. Uh, number one TV shows, you know, so you know he's done a great job for himself, and he's became like you know one of the biggest success stories in hip hop. So shout out to him, he did a phenomenal job, uh, and that, that's what's up. And you know, in other news, uh, and this is, is, is music news, you know, Little Wayne, after a, a, a long time, you know, his first album release, Funeral, you know, and recently he did an interview with uh, the Drink Champs. Uh, you know they're they're another podcast. If you don't know, with Noriega, uh, DJ Effin, and and uh, they basically talked about uh how Little Rain felt about Young Thug. You know, and if you know the history between behind them, it's been a little bit uh rumors of you know of a beef. You know, it's alleged that it was Young Thug's people that uh sent people out to shoot Little Rain. This was during a yeah, uh, the tour, tour bus. This this was doing like a around a tour stop during one of Little Wayne's tours. It's been alleged. There's no proof of anything, but you know it's just one of the rumors that's been going around. But he basically just came out there to say, though, like, there's no beef. You know, everything cool, everything is straight. They like, he really respects the artist, and there's been nothing but love between them. And that young thug has not shown him nothing but respect. So you know, it's 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 good that we finally able to, like to quiet quiet that you know that uh that hip hop beef right there. And you know, be, you know, it's been a really kind of slow news week, especially because like you know the death of Kobe Bryant. So there's really like you know not too much to report. Um, I think the only last thing needed to report was the is the Grammys. Um, rest in peace, Nipsey Hussle. He won uh two awards at the Grammys, uh, best rap song collaboration, I believe, with uh John Legend, uh, and DJ Khaled for uh for the song Higher, uh, which was was released posthumously on DJ Khaled's uh album. And you know that's good. It's it definitely deserved it. It was one of, definitely one of the better songs in that category. And for uh, I would believe it was the best rap performance. I, I would think it is. Let me let me double check that. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a game for that one. And it was with Roddy Rich, uh, "Racks in the Middle," and that was his own song. Roddy Rich featured on it. And you know, it's it, it's good to see that he won his Grammy. Uh, it's a shame that he wasn't here to receive it, but you know. Nip is watching down on everybody. This is hip hop, you know, and there are people down here to continue his legacy. And as he always says, you know, the marathon continues. You know what I'm saying? And uh, Little Nas X did not win, though. Sadly, I feel he should have, um, especially for record of the year. But he he was beaten out by Billie Eilish. 
but I don't agree with that. Uh, Old Town Road went diamond first year, almost 10 million records sold. Uh, he did a phenomenal job. It was played everywhere. It went viral. It was one of the biggest songs of the year. So I'm not sure what's what's going on, but yeah, um, I will say that also Tyler the Creator did win Rap Album of the Year. Uh, after he won the award, though, he did say something very interesting, and uh, not even just interesting, very important. Um, he called out the Grammys on their racism, you know, uh, and this is important not just because he, he's a winner. You know, there's people that's done this before. But they haven't really won an award. So it just kind of comes off as like, oh, they're whining because they lost, blah, blah, blah. Forget about them. But nah, he won and he still caught them out. So this is important, right? Um, basically, what he said was that, you know, he felt that it was a backhanded compliment that they were given. You know, he said that, like, you know, the rap, uh, that he doesn't feel that his album deserved to be in the rap album category. That they normally don't put black people's albums in anything other than rap. Or urban. And he felt that urban was just a completely correct way to say the N-word. You know? And he's just out here calling out the, the racism that he finds in the industry. He says that, you know, he just feels half and half. Half of him is proud. Half of him is sad. And it, it's just, like, one one big thing. So, you know, I just want to, like, shout him out. Tell him thank you for calling him out. And, it, and it's just important because there's a lot of times people have not won an award simply because of the rate the the color of their skin and it's even been right now grammy's going through a suit because of that but the former ceo so it's important that he did what he had to do he he won he called him out and everything he said said was straight facts so now with enough of my rambling let's get right into what y'all been waiting for this is the album review album and song reviews now the first song i want to start off with is um is actually and it's a kind of a new song, kind of an old song, but it's um, Drake and Future. It's called Desires. I say it's an old song because it did leak earlier in January. Um, but however, it was you can tell it was clearly unfinished. But now Drake uh, released the finished version, the complete version on his SoundCloud, October's very own. And in this version, it's, I just got to say this, man. Yo, that song is fire, bro. It's fire. Um, the way Future came in, Future always does. And I, I know we always like to joke a lot on, on the internet and stuff like that, like toxic masculinity and stuff like that. But it, that's what the song really is. But as a man, you know, I, it, it's jokes about that, it's toxic masculinity. But as a man, a lot of the times when Future really gets into his bad like this, you feel it because you understand where it's coming from. You've been in the same situation. You know what I mean? And and just listening to it, he, he, he touched on everything like that, too. Um, Drake, Drake really just hit it out the park, though, you know, and then, again, with the jokes about toxic masculinity, this was, this was definitely one of them, man, his last verse, he snapped, um, he did something, uh, very similar, like, to where he did Adama's Dancing, where he did, like, a little outro, just basically just, like, going at the girl that broke his heart, going at the girl that was just going, like, that's, like, doing too much for his liking, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, it, it was good. I'm just calling this song a classic. I enjoyed it very much. It was tough. I, it, it, it was dope. I liked it a lot. Um, and another guy that came that dropped the song recently. Uh, it's, he's an up and coming artist, uh, Toronto born, 
uh, now Bay Area based uh, artist uh, Odie. Um, this guy's pretty good. He dropped a a, a pretty you know critically acclaimed album, uh, and I want to say two thousand eight called uh, Analog. Uh, it, it, it was good. So I, I I would say that you know he's an artist to look out for. He 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 does a lot of good stuff. You enjoy his music a lot. So now this new song that he dropped. Um, hold on, let, let me see. I'll tell you the name of it. The name of the new song is called Slowly, and I enjoy the song. It's like a good introduction to him, um, especially for newcomers, because that's just pretty much his sound. It's kind of like slow, spacey, Ari, but you know he can sing and he knows how to rap. He's a good, pretty good rapper too. And you know, for someone with him, because he's been gone for like over a better part of a year, um, he did tweet one time that he did undergo surgery for uh, for a brain tumor. So you know, it's good to see that he's back now, back healthy. Back, getting back into the music, and it's like I said, the song was enjoyable. Um, I'm, again, I just gotta give this one a classic. Ain't nothing I can say with it. If you're the type of person that likes to, like, you know, chill, late night drive, this is the song you'll put on. And I'm telling you guys, you will have a blast with. Um, and that's that's pretty much it for like the the song reviews. The next thing I'm gonna get into is the albums. So the album, the first album I'm gonna talk about is Little Rain. Funeral, my man, Little Rain, Weezy F, baby, and the F is for phenomenal. And yeah, don't worry, we know the F, the F and P. We, we understand, but you know, we're gonna let that rock. We're gonna let that rock. But you know, uh, I listened to this album. I just do want to say that the album is very long. You know, it's twenty four tracks. Um, it was definitely uh, a chore for me to get through. Um, I didn't. I. I, I, I I, I didn't really enjoy that. My personal expectations was I, I thought it was gonna be maybe like sixteen, fifteen tracks, but right, it just comes in at like twenty four tracks long. Uh, it, it, it's just too much. It's just very, it just it's just a lot. It's it, it's hard to get through on our very first listen. But you know, I still went ahead and did it. You know how to do it for y'all. But when I went through it, uh, a lot of the songs I will say this: Little Wayne is rapping. You know, there's a time period I thought he kind of like fell off in the rapping. And I think that was because he was going through his situation with Cash Money and Birdman. Um, and I think maybe that kind of just took a hit on him and it just kind of affected his performance. But now, uh, on this album, he came back to show that, no, yeah, I really can rap. And, you know, and, and you, know, you can look at the Carter Five as him rapping, too. But at the same time, you know, it was a little bit dated. But, you know, we kind of leave the album alone, considering all it took just for that album to get out. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah. But this album, like I said, you know, it's it's a little bit more up to date. It's a, a little some of the songs are dated, but you know, he's trying out new flows, he's trying out new new stuff. And I will say this: the highs are high and the lows are low. You know what I mean? Um, like one of the lows I would have to say was the song uh, "Mamma Mia," and Little Bean is rapping on it. But I have to say, the beat was horrible. Like trash. The beat was straight trash for that song. I'm telling you, I don't know how I how I handled it. I was annoyed. I was fed up. It was just one of those things where it's like, man, you're better than this. Like, like I I believe you have a better ear than this. You you've picked the, you have picked so much better beats that I don't know why you had to pick this one. It 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 just wasn't good, you know. But then, like, you know, some of the highs he had, I would like to say, you know, I do it with uh, Big Sean and Little Baby. 
That, that, that was a very good song. Um, Big Sean Ray killed it on the hook. Lil Baby definitely did his thing. Lil Wayne, again, was rapping. Um, Being James and J-Rock, they both showed out. They showed their skills. They showed what it was about. You know what I'm saying? And Harden was another one, too. Harden was very tough. Yeah, had to do a little bit of a punch-in. Punch-out, punch-in. But, you know, we back, we back, we back, we back here. And, um, yeah, let, let, let me continue where we left off. Like I said, uh, Harden and Lil Wayne's. Under the reins, uh, Trina was fire. Um, overall, though, honestly, I'm not, I'm not too big on it. I, it's not too bad, but it's not that good. I, I so I'm just gonna have to go with mid. Like the album's mid, man. Like I just. I will give him props, you know. He's he's he he's proving people. He's shown that he can still rap, that he still got it. But I think he just has a big better songs, and I and I and I think you know some of these songs are still gonna go. Some of these songs can can still like you know, I think you know become a hit for him. But I just don't think he chose the right beats for a lot of them. You know, I think he needs to like focus a little bit more on the music this time for the next time. That's in a rapping, but I think he just wanted to prove to us, prove to people like, yo, I still got it, I can still spit. And you know what? He did it. But overall though, the album is just is just mid, you know. Um the next album I wanna do will be Russ's uh what's the name of that album? It, something Snow Globe. Uh let, let, let me let, let me keep it real with y'all. It is a uh, hold up, shake the snow globe. My bad. So rest is snake, the, shake the star, the snow globe. And yo, you know, rest gets a bad rap. I will admit, I'm one of them. I'm I'm one of those people who give him a bad rap. Although I will say, I give him props. When yo, when it's time to handle business, people talking down in his name, people talking slick. He pulls up on them. He's like, yo, what's up? He know he gets right in their face, and I respect him for that. You know, you don't hide behind nobody, gets right up to them. But, yo, aside from that, people give him a bad rap because, you know, he comes off a little bit standoffish, a little bit arrogant, you know, sometimes, you know. Um, and I think, like, certain comments he has said in the past has definitely rubbed people off the wrong way, you know, especially in regards to, like, death of artists, you know, lean uses, blah, 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 stuff like that, whatever, whatever, you know, opioid uses and stuff like that in hip-hop. But, you know, um... A lot of times I can't lie. I try to find a reason to hate Russ. You know, I really do. But the guy's talented. Produces a lot of his own music, writes his own raps, uh, mixes and masters his own music. You know, he does a lot. So I got to give him props, man. And especially with this album, yo, Russ, he, Russ did his thing. I like a lot. I like a lot of the songs, man. And I, let, me, let, me, I'm, let me not lie. I love the album. I really do. Um, I really love the album. I need a minute. Guess what? Like those are some of my favorites. Even even when he gets into his, like his his singing bag, his slower songs, he kills it. The joint he did with uh, Kiana uh, Lee or Kiana Lede, I, I I don't know how you pronounce her last name. My bad. But uh, all to you, that song is fire. You know, um, very good slow song. And, and you know the thing with Russ, he even though he's hip hop. He does make, like, his songs are, like, pop, hip-hop songs. 
you know, not in sound, but it's in the fact like that it, it, it's it, it, it being like the top forty and the one hundred Z one hundreds and stuff like that. But his songs are fire. He did a very good job. Uh, there's a lot of stuff for like yo, if you're a rap, if you're, if you're you you got the lyrics, you know, you just run bars. He got that for you. He he got the joint with Rick Ross. Guess what? And on that joint, man, like he's really talking his, you know, he's really talking his stuff, man. He's flossing. He's like, like he's like Ross is like the god, the king of like luxury rap. You know what I mean? And Russ is keeping up with him bar for bar in this one. So I have to give Russ props on that one right there. Um, the the one he got with his guy uh, Boogers. Uh, I think it's a t- it's I think it's titled Asshole. You know, I think that's talking about to the, the arrogant nature people see him as, and it, it was it's a tough song. I liked it a lot. Uh, I, I one of his singles, and it's included on this on the album as like a bonus track, uh, "Best on Earth" with uh with Bia. I, that that's a fire track. That's a club song. Um, it's great. It's great. It got energy. It got bounce. Um, it's not something I would I, I would have like originally expected from Russ, but either way, he killed it. You know, and that was a joint. That was a joint right there. And you know, it's like like I said though, Russ does did his thing. This is a classic. I give him a classic. I can't say nothing about it. I will not deny it. This album is a classic, you know. And the other joint album I will I will review. This is the last one. This one is uh by the guy Key Glock from Memphis. It's called the Yellow Tape album. And uh, this album is a uh, it's pretty much a trap album, you know. It's exactly what I would expect. Um, he does have a lot of good songs in it. Nineteen ninety-seven was a good one. Uh, I'm just saying, flyest, highest, coolest, smoothest uh, in the room. Uh, F all that, Mr. Glock, Amen. Especially Amen was good. I love Amen. But you know, it's it's a trap album. You know, so like you know, you're gonna expect. You know, you're gonna expect like the the thumping bass. And by the way. I will say the beats were A1 on this. He, he picked a lot of good, great beats. Um, he did a good job. He did a very good job with the, with the beat selection. And whoever was able to put it together, bring the people together, like, it, 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 was, it was good. But, like I said, you know, it's, it's a trap album. It's repetitive a little bit. Um, you know what you're going to expect. You know what the lyrics are about, flossing on people. Uh, obviously, the talks about struggle, you know, PTSD of growing up in the hood. Uh, it's a little talks about survival. You know what I mean? So and he he is a rapper. You know he can't put words together. He does have a good flow. He does have some good wordplay. But like I said, it's it just gets repetitive at times. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna give him mid. It's like it, it, it's not bad. You know I enjoyed it. But you know uh like nothing really new. But that's great songs though. No good songs. And uh that's the last for you know like the album reviews. And you know. Today, I just wanted to get into, like, a quick little discussion about, uh... At first, it was just going to be about Lil Wayne and his impact on hip-hop. But now, I'm just going to kind of expand it to not just Lil Wayne, but Lil Wayne and Kobe Bryant. You know? Um, first off, you know, let me start with Kobe Bryant. You know, everybody, like I said earlier, uh, everybody loved Kobe. Kobe was just one of those people that it was just like, yo... You see his work ethic. You see that, like, his... But his uh, Mamba mentality, you know, his focus, his drive, his, his his strive to be better, his strive to be great, his strive to win. Like, everybody saw that, everybody respected that, everybody, like, used that as inspiration, you know. And 
I think in the hip hop world, you know, everybody got a Kobe bar like in one of their raps. Everybody like so shout out Kobe about his eighty one points, you know. Kobe had been made at the sixty MSG. He has songs named after him. He has uh you know he has uh like songs named after him, a lot of lines and bars. He even has a couple songs himself, man, like I know a couple of days like after, you know, the like his death, you know, it was scrolling up. He was on the remix of Destiny Child's uh, Say My Name, you know. And obviously not even the greatest rapper, but the verse wasn't even half bad, you know what I mean? So like and so like like for him to be with, like on, on a song that a song considered a classic on a remix, and people now rediscovering it, really like enjoying it, you know, having fun with it. Like it, it, it goes to show his testament how like it wasn't just in the sports world, you know. Yeah, and not, even, not only just in like the the arts world, like not arts, but my bad, in the film world, you know, with the Oscars, where it's a short film, or a short animated film, you know, like it's, it's also in, in music that's like, yo, he's respected, you know, like like, like like in music he has something, you know, and it, 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 it's just tough seeing somebody like that that like that go, somebody that like people have always you know bigged up in their songs, you know, go away like that, you know what I'm saying? And even tying it to Little Wayne right now, like to make this quick, like kind of little segue right here, with Wayne, Wayne even made a song called Kobe Bryant. You know, um, dropped it around I think the 2009 uh, uh, NBA Finals when they're going up against the Magic. You know what I mean? Like even even Wayne at the time, at that time, Wayne was considered the greatest rapper. You know, a lot like alive on the planet right there. Like he. His songs were going off, going platinum, uh, making hit after hit after hit. You know, he was considered the greatest. You know what I mean? At, at that time, man. And then Kobe Bryant, the same thing too. People are like, like knew this guy was great. 60-point games, 50-point games, 81-point games going crazy. And his one, a, 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 a king of one art, a, a, a king of... of a one art of a genre of rap right here, showing love to another king, like a king in basketball right now, back then, I mean, you know, and that was important, you know what I mean? So that's just one of the good things about, you know, Kobe's influence on rap, and that's how people, like, took from him, like, their own work ethic, people, like, used him in their own bars, you know, as it goes to go show, like, his influence, you know, like, he was hip-hop to the core, and you can just see it, you know? And that, that's a good thing. Uh, the hell, like, even another funny good example. Uh, they put up the, what was it, the, the old Nike puppet commercials, right? With uh, Nike and LeBron. And there's like the one, one of the little Christmas ones. They got, uh, what was it, Blitzen being played by Lupe, being not played, not played, like voiced by Lupe Fiasco, rapping, you know? And Kobe Bryant and LeBron, they are there, like, in the puppet form, just like, they are watching this. You know what I mean? Like, Hip hop and 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 him have always had like a, a connection, you know, and it, it it's just good. It, it, it just good to know that, just get to see that, and it's always enjoyable, you know. Um, and then you know, transfer over like to Little Wayne. Little Wayne is another one, you know. I was like a lot of when it comes to Little Wayne, a lot of rappers that we have to hear today are that are popular right now. Like in the mainstream, popular like Little Baby, Gunna, all of them. They are grandbabies of Little Wayne, and let, let, let me tell you how I say it, why, why I say this, you know. Um, but Little Wayne, Little Wayne influenced Young Thug. If you listen to a lot of Young Thug's earlier stuff, a lot of Young Thug's earlier stuff was 
sounded a lot, a lot like Little Wayne. It was like kind of like a clone. Then I obviously Young Thug evolved and grew. Then kind of like a little joke, played fun of, you know. Uh, he named his one of his, his earlier albums Barter Six, you know, after like the Carter, after the Carter series, Little Wayne's album series, you know. And then that's kind of where he kind of started to see the change in his rapping style, and, and you know, and, and and sound from Wayne. But you know, he 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 sounded like Wayne, and then now a lot of guys right now sound like Thug, you know. So from that that lineage right there of Thug sounding like Wayne, incorporating a lot of Wayne's own style into his own. Not a lot of people incorporating thugs start into their own. That shows you the uh, the lineage right there, you know, the, the father, the son, and then like the grandchildren right there. You know what I mean? And this is not like a, there's no knock or disrespect to uh, say little babies or the gunners and stuff like that. This is just you know, this is like me just showing me respect kind of in, in, in a way that they are able to learn and like they took from from the greats. You know, like Wayne has always been per somebody that like influenced somebody like even Kendrick Lamar. You know. Is uh, one of his earlier mixtapes. He named C4 again after the Carter series because of Wayne. You know, Little Wayne's heir, like for people not Thailand. Little Wayne was one of the first people to suck, to like even co-sign Kendrick Lamar. You know, that's why Kendrick Lamar even named his uh his earlier uh mixtape C4 in the first place. You know what I mean? Um, you have his heir for p- picking out people like uh like Drake. Drake one of the, the biggest artists right now in the world. You know, multiple number one albums. Uh, multiple number ones, you know, one of the biggest artists in the world, and he 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 found him. He he discovered him. He brought him up, and even Drake will attest it. Is like, yo, he credits Little Wayne for his career and for changing his life. Um, Nicki Minaj, same thing. Um, picking her out of Queens, New York, like discovering her, helping her find a sound, bringing her up in your money, like same thing. Tiger, even 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 Tiger's career be a career resurgence, kind of like even originally with Tiger, still a big. A big deal, a big influence, you honor. You know what I'm saying? And even going even further back down his career with uh with the Hot Boys, with even Cash Money. Starting a trend, you know, kinda of making history. You know, being somebody so young, but everybody seeing he's so gifted, so talented, raw talent with, with uh with, like within him, you know. Um it, it was good. You know, Rain has a song called Bugatti on his uh I know what's it called again, uh, album uh, Carter 5, and he, he states, like, yo, like, tattoos, you know, like, everything, people, like, all the tattoos people have now, you know, you know what I mean, like, it's because of me, you know what I'm saying, like, a lot of things that people do now culturally in hip-hop is because of me, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, he's not wrong. I, I, I honestly don't think he's wrong. Like, a lot of things, like, is people do that because of him. You know, like, the tattoos, like, the bag of flashy cars. Like, everybody got a face tattoo now. The, only the, before, no, you will rarely see a rapper with a face tattoo. Sorry about that. Quick little punching again. But, yeah, so now, uh, getting back to what I was uh, talking about, Lil Wayne and his influence on hip-hop and, you know, the song Bugatti. And uh, where he uh, pretty much states that, like again, a lot of the things he uh, he did were because of him, you know. Um, or not, he did my bad. A lot of things in hip hop that was started because of him. And like I said, he was right. Um, there was no no factual like statement about it. Um, he was completely right 
like I said, uh, face tattoos. You know, uh, as I was saying, as I've stated before, that not, nobody had them before him. Um, the flashiness of the cars, nobody was doing that before him. A lot of stuff like that. Uh, even like you know, even, even though you know Jay Z was kind of like the first one to really be like, yeah, I don't, oh, I, I just go into the booth and I don't really write my rhymes. You know, Lil Wayne kind of popular. Uh, my back can't really pronounce the word right now. Uh, but made it popular. He uh, made that kind of more popular because he also does the same thing. You see videos of him like going into the booth just out there like, yo, boom, you know. And it, it it's dope. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's dope. Um, and, 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 yeah, so, you know, that's that's when I shout out Little Rain for that. Uh, Little Rain has been a big in, in influence in everybody's career. Like I said, a lot of people can attest to that. And so... Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. This is it for the first episode of Turntables. Um, we will be up on Apple, Spotify, and SoundCloud shortly. Um, what do you guys think? You know, you guys can always, you know, hit me up. I'll, I'll, I'll probably start to create the pages for those, those things soon. But you know what I mean? Uh, just, just let me know. Just let me know. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, uh, this is Turntables. I enjoy this. Uh, it's gonna we're gonna have a good time. Uh, next episode is gonna be some new stuff. I know a lot, a lot of newer albums are coming out, more new music, uh, and we're gonna get into a lot more stuff. Hopefully, you know, uh, it'll be a much happier week this coming week. You know, it'll be let no more sadness. You know, because uh, of things that happened to Kobe, things that happened to the families that were lost, the lives that were lost in that tragedy. And, you know, it's a brand new week, brand new things to do, brand new things to succeed at, um, you know, so just from now on, like, just let's live like Kobe did, you know, striving to be to be better, to be perfect in each and everything, you know, uh, and that's pretty much it. Just shout out to everybody, you know, uh, for the boys up top, for the boys down low, as some of my friends would say, but, you know, we know how we rocking. Ah, 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 this is Turntables. Have a nice day, y'all.